everybody, and welcome to another sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rand. I'm so full of candy right now. Yep, yep, oh, yep. Oh, love I that brought, candy. Did it again. I brought over beer and candy, because yeah. usually it's Phil giving us beer and candy from his private stashes. Yeah, By the God. way, I still have to pay candy for her, her work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, zing. Why would you be full of candy do we eat candy okay i don't you know what i i didn't <laughs> want to commit to this the stripper is supposed to jump out of the cake before you cook no after you cook god oh that's god. the thing i only like cake when it's served with a stripper filling yes you know uh uh that's that's why we should we start that. this podcast over you guys <laughs> okay no, yeah yeah <laughs> Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. You're Ranta's. supposed to eat the cake after the stripper jumps out of it. No, that's. I thought we started over so that we wouldn't. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, what do we got on the podcast this week? Well, we're a sports comedy podcast. Oh, that's right. It's a premise. Yeah. True. Joel and I are ostensibly sports insiders. Ostensibly. Phil, you're on the outside looking in. I'm yeah. so outside, I'm not even entirely sure what ostensibly means. No, that's, that's not true. Far on the outside like, of sports, that's like I an am. English language dealie, Phil. That's got nothing to do with sports. Nah, I think Wait, I, I I'm mean, sure. ostensibly is a type of bat that they use in hockey. Ah, mm-hmm. a hockey bat. <laughs> <laughs> they use sticks in hockey, Joel. Joel, you got a live one. That's why it's called high sticking, not high batting. Yeah, they switch to bats for the fourth period, Phil. This is why you're a sports outsider. Only three periods in hockey. Pick up a book. We got a local on the show tonight uh-huh. because uh, UCLA head coach Jim Mora is now yeah. former UCLA head coach yeah. Jim Mora. Oh, that's sad. We, we, we booked him thinking we'd talk to him about the, the USC game from last weekend. Right, they almost pulled would, off the upset. Yeah. They, we, then, we went toe-to-toe with him. Yeah, guy lost his job, so this is actually going to wind up being a little awkward. That means we got a scoop, though. I guess so. We got we do, right we, after we a big... We got the exclusives of... You know, uh, we get so many people right after big news events about them. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. We're, you really got to hand it to John. He's... Uh, it's Gene. Yeah, yeah, it's pronounced yeah. Gene. He's he's really always just killed it in this. Our yeah. ability to, to be right snap on top of these topical issues with people who live... In every corner of the globe. Yeah. Coming here to the studio. I mean, studio, this studio. one less impressive. He's just right down there in Westwood. Yeah, he's right he's kind of just come down and. But again, he's been on the books for weeks. You know, the fact that we right. got him right after he got We fired. generally book eight months in advance or so to make oh, sure yeah. we're all locked up with our schedule. And then time So and the time sponsors again. know when what to yeah. buy again. And it's one of those things that's cheaper for everyone just to book in advance. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, we mean, we've gotten astonishingly lucky over the years. Yeah. <laughs> So he's on the show. Do we have a wide world of weird sport? Phil? You're goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, the grass is green. The glove is cool. Having a dog at the game. Totally baseball. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. Brought to you by... Fruit by the meter. It's not as better than fruit by the foot because it's by an entire meter. That's an odd baseball sponsor. Three foot, three inches, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, take it easy, Joel. Whoa. <laughs> Family <laughs> podcast. What? MLB right. wants to add pitch clock for 2018 season to speed up pace of play. Ooh, I like this idea. Subheadline, play remains defiant, will not be sped up for anyone. Good. <laughs> uh, MLB wants a 20-second pitch clock. And after informal conversations between the MLB and the Players Union in August, some players walked away from the meetings resigned to the idea that one way or another pitch clock would be put in place for 2018. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is a terrible idea. It's not. It's really not, because the pace of play... One one pitch every 20 seconds, I really don't feel like that's, yeah. that's excessive. Do people miss that now? That feels like... Well, y- actually, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, huh. 
uh, r- right now, and while they unilaterally, uh, well, they can they can unilaterally add pitch clocks, uh, much like they did juiced up baseballs. The MLB uh, hopes to get the players' union to buy in, angling to compare the pitch clock to basketball shooting games in arcades. Oh yeah, we're gonna be like throw with two hands at a time to get enough balls. Trying to be like it's Papa Shot, guys. Yeah, that's that's the buy-in. The average uh, time of a game is now lagging to over three hours, and Commissioner Rob Manfred has been devoted to the mission of speeding up the action as part of an effort to appeal to the newest generation of fans. Phil, yeah, would a would a quicker game of baseball appeal to you? Uh, yeah, I think so, because usually when I go to a baseball game, it's like a three-beer game, and those beers are a little expensive, and usually two foods, like one hot dog, ciata, when you're at a game, and then maybe I'll go back for a nacho course, but maybe I'll save 10 bucks or so when it's shorter, because it'll just be a two-beer game. It's interesting, because in baseball games, in much sports games, it's like you do the, the entree first, and yeah. then you get the app. Right, exactly. You know, you get the hot dog or the burger, and then later you get the pretzel or the nacho. See, that's why they should do it like medieval times, where they just have a prefixed dinner at the thing, so you can eat in the right order, and you don't have to like awkwardly step down, like holding nachos, a beer, and other, because someone's like, while you're up, can you get me a hot dog? And you're like, I've only got two hands, Mom. This is why I I always felt like the all-you-can-eat zone at the Dodger Stadium like wound up being a pretty good deal. Yeah, I, ne- like, I was never able. I never got to do that. Oh, I so can, I can definitely that. pound more than enough like hot dogs and nachos to be like I've I've. Well, I you're the kind of guy that when that group it. sees you coming, they're like, "This is why we shouldn't sell these tickets." <laughs> so you're right. a giant with pride. <laughs> like I am mountain. that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can You just can't waste too much space. I think on popcorn. Yes, oh, that's yeah. popcorn oh, yeah. and cotton candy. Oh, it's like supermarket sleep. You gotta popcorn. go with the. You gotta go with the ribs. You gotta go with the steaks. You gotta yeah. go with the honey baked hams. Well, they they're very limited in the in the all you can eat section. Yes, there are no ribs, just, Joel. Yeah, it's hot dogs. <laughs> no, just, yes, where <laughs> there's no ribs or steaks. Yeah, available at the baseball game. Oh, you Still, you were you gotta look at the highest price stuff. You I was talking in terms of supermarket sweep. Oh right, when you go through the checkout line and you hear the beep, think of all the fun you'll have on supermarket sweep. <laughs> I don't, it's I, coming back. I don't know what Supermarket Sweep is. You, that's because you oh, were a PBS kid. Yeah. yeah. It was a game show about shopping at the supermarket, and at the end you had to run around and put as much high-priced items in your cart as possible. But what they didn't account for in that game is that there's there's like a right way to do it. So people have seen the episodes before know exactly what to do. And it's not like Legends of the Hidden Temple, where it's like apparently no one ever watched that show before and didn't understand the entire temple, right? Right, exactly. You know whether to go up or down because it's the same path. How do you not rooms. know how to put together the silver monkey? You've there are seen three it pieces. You've hundred times. Three pieces you've seen. Okay. It's the you same guys, ending. Did you guys make all of this up ahead of time just to confuse me? <laughs> no. Or is this all real? This is all cable television. Nickelodeon. Uh, but basically, this would also reduce the player's work day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can pay them less. And upon hearing the player's resistance to this, the president of the coal miners union slumped in his chair and solemnly looked at his rejection letter for his application to run the MLBPA. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was just all forlorn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, according to Fangraphs, no starting pitcher uh, who qualified for the ERA title, which means they pitched a statistically significant amount of innings, Phil, mm-hmm. averaged under 20 seconds a pitch in 2017. Really? Whoa. So nobody, nobody on average would meet this criteria. So they're going to really rush it. 
So, okay. Well, the average is 23.5 seconds. Let me ask you something, Jordan. Sure, uh, ask away. How, how do they calculate throwovers into this? Does the clock reset in the throwover? I believe so. Because otherwise, I mean, otherwise you're just going to have guys because watching the clock. Because that's gameplay. Yeah. So I believe, I believe, uh, I think throwing over counts as resetting Because you'd be clock. able to steal, like, gangbusters. You could just wait until, like, the 18-second mark and then go for it, and the pitcher would just be stuck. Like, yeah, but pitchers already kind of vary the amounts of, like, smart pitchers, when they have runners on, will vary the length that they wait on pitches anyway. Yeah. You could do that within 20 seconds. Yeah, you definitely could, but... I do find that interesting. Why didn't they just go 30 seconds then? Well, Because they need to speed up the games, not slow down well, the I games, Joel. Players are, were hoping to maybe get more than 20, like 22 or uh, 24. Like I said, the average is 23.5. That's about the NBA yeah. shot clock, 24. Uh, Pedro Baez of the Dodgers was the slowest working uh, reliever at 31.1 seconds between pitches. Snooze fest. And seemingly uh, two minutes between pitches when he goes to a full count which happens every batter, <laughs> Pedro Baez. Uh, some club officials, though, noted that hitters may be more affected by the pitch clock than pitchers because of the habits they've developed between pitches. Yeah. Biting their fingernails, yeah, cracking gross. their knuckles, yeah. kind of digging for gold. Why don't we go all in on this? What if the pitch clock is five seconds? <laughs> yeah, as soon as you get the ball back, you just throw it back. <laughs> it's like a game <laughs> of catch. <laughs> Speedball! <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, Phillies outfielder Odebel Herrera led all National League players uh, who qualified for a batting title, meaning statistically a significant amount of at-bats. Yeah. I like, I like 20... how you think that Phil has any idea what you mean by statistically significant number of at-bats. He... I think a lot of at-bats. Yeah. Like, okay. statistics yeah. That's closer than I thought he'd get. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a good... Those words aren't hard. Yeah. <laughs> Says the guy who didn't know ostensibly. I ostensibly know what that means. <laughs> News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Bill Belichick had no fun going to Mexico City to play the Raiders. Wah, wah. Subheadline, but Tom Brady had fun and that's all that matters. I'm, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick doesn't look like he's had fun since like 1992. He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Yeah. Is he? He's like, oh, yeah, and he my has last a- name is confusing. Famously <laughs> That's and that's exactly how he talked. Yeah, uh, Boston I have, media. I have always wanted to visit Mexico City. Uh, it's supposed to be a wonderful place to be a tourist. Oh yeah, sure. All sorts of fun stuff to visit. The tacos and street food are like legendarily good. I heard like, it's the number one city in Mexico. I mean, it depends on what you mean by number one. It's definitely. I the, don't know. This the, the most popular. Best. <laughs> the a, number one. El Primo. El Primo. Uh, this story comes from uh, Boston uh, Sports Talk Radio, so nothing overtly racist was said. <laughs> Phew. Uh, just coded words. Now, uh, New England uh, Patriots quarterback said after Sunday's victory over the Oakland Radios at Estadio Azteca that he plans to be visiting again. But for Coach Bill Belichick, there isn't the same strong desire to return. He sounded like someone who was grumpy about having to renew their passport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was one of those, like, you know, you're at practice, and your assistant coach is like, hey, coach, you uh, renew your passport, we're driving to me. Oh, damn it, I was supposed to do that, wasn't I? Ah, I'm Bill Belly Oh, now I'm going to have to pay the rush fee and go down to the federal building. Yeah, I'm going to have to issue a oh, check wait. with my belly. It's probably not going to need a new picture. <laughs> um, quote, this is Bill Belichick, personally, I wouldn't be in any big rush to do it again. He was speaking to Boston Sports Radio. It's a long way to go for a game. There's a lot in terms of all the logistics of it. 
They are not used to having an NFL team, so you have to go in there and handle a lot of the logistics. It took a lot of manpower, a lot of hours, a lot of energy out of our organization to do that. We were exhausted from the trip. What? Did he have to take a day off to get estimates from contractors on temporary goalposts? Uh, like, was yeah. he was he working overnight swapping out soccer merch for Pats and Raiders gear? I doubt it. What's a, does he have to negotiate Federale OT for this event in the last union contract? I would guess not. No, what is he complaining about? Yeah, he's like, Jordan, I had to get on a flight and I didn't like the egg salad. Jordan, he has to uh, he has to uh, get Spanish subtitles for the videotape that he's taking of the other team's practice. Uh, he has to <laughs> convert uh, PSI to metric for his deflated. And imagine, you know, footballs. Imagine there's a lot many, going on there. He probably has to do a lot of head counts. You know, it's every a, time you get on and off the bus, you have to go one, and you have to tap everyone on the head. True. And you got to do buddy system now because <laughs> yeah, the whole right. China thing and Home Alone. Yeah, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think the buddy system is as good as people think. No, like you no, can't it, lose two kids at once. First yeah. of all, it, yeah, it's one of those. There are there are structural flaws in the buddy system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, you know, frankly, schools don't want to talk about. Yeah, Public really, schools yeah, yeah. do not want to confront this Public issue. Public schools don't even care. <laughs> give us vouchers or give us death. All right. Well, okay, Phil. Uh, but despite all that not extra work, uh, Belichick is rightly grateful for his team's 33-8 victory. Quote, we dealt with it. Players did a great job dealing with all the challenges we had to deal with. I think we're fortunate there were no volcano eruptions or earthquakes or anything else while we were down there. You have two NFL franchises in an area that I don't know how stable the geological plates that were below us were, but nothing happened, so that was good. That how many times racist. has he played in Los Angeles? Well, well not, I mean, San that, Diego. Not that, <laughs> that, fair point. Not that many. because His, there his real even. beef is the tectonic plates in, yeah. the, in Mexico City. He's a hobby that geologist. That sounds like veiled racism. I feel like yeah, a lot of his West Coast trips are... I, I I don't know how much further it is to Mexico City than it is to like San Francisco. Was he using air quotes when he said earthquakes? No, uh-huh. he had just what he on the flight down he watched Dark Knight Rises. Oh so yeah, remember the football field crumbling? Right. And he's like, I think I'm that got brain. seared into his brain. This is brain. You're all in trouble, <laughs> brain. What would how would uh, Bane handle an NFL coin toss? <laughs> all right, this is heads. Uh, this is tails. Uh, Bane, your call. Tails. Call is tails. Then you will die. <laughs> uh, star quarterback uh, Tom Brady had a somewhat more optimistic outlook of someone who gets to play pro football and bang a supermodel. Mm. Quote, to be here and play in a different country and have everyone cheer for our team, cheer for me, cheer for my teammates is incredible. Hopefully there's many more games here. It was a great experience. I've never been to Mexico City, but I'm definitely coming back. We stayed in a beautiful hotel. I had a beautiful view from my room. Whoa, calm it down, Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd settle for just banging the supermodel. We're going out on that? <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is UCLA Bruins uh, former head coach, Jim Mora. Jim. Hi, guys. Hey, hey Jim. Hello. Jim, I'm sorry to hear the news. I know, I lost my job. Yeah, yeah. You, were, yeah. you were a real bummer. Got fired on my birthday. Oh, that's Oh, right. yeah, we, we did, did hear about that. It was my birthday. You know what I got as a present? What's that? I got fired. <laughs> well, did I mean, I'm sure the team was also planning on giving you a present as well. So was it one of those where they gave you the present and kind of let you know the news? Yeah, or? everybody gathered me together in a room. Okay. They said, we got a big present for you. Yeah. And then they gave me my walking papers. 
That was fired. Uh, so there was no, there was no actual like, not no. even like a, like a watch or maybe a. No, instead they started singing "Happy Birthday." Except when they said, got to the verse, they said "Happy Birthday, dear." They said, "You're fired." <laughs> Happy birthday, dear. Oh, you're fired. fired. Okay. Yeah. And then they gave me my walking papers. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, here's the thing. You've you had you've won the Pac-12 South. Yeah. You've had a, a decent run. You've yeah. had a quarterback Josh Rosen. They didn't like me though. Oh no! I'm, or else uh, they wouldn't have fired me. I'm taking it personally. Well, I can see, and, and I guess it's hard not to because it happened on your birthday, and yeah. maybe they could have waited another day. It or... was already a bad birthday. Why? Oh, oh no! I woke up early, and I thought my wife was going to make me breakfast in bed. And then she gave me a silver platter, and when I opened the top to it, it was divorce papers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's my pretty rough. My wife that, left me on my birthday. That, that's awful. Great lengths just to hurt yeah. you with the divorce papers. It does feel like they're going to great lengths on my birthday. What, what did you end up... I mean, here's the thing. When that happens for me, I'm really amped for breakfast. No breakfast. What would you end up getting to eat for breakfast? No, I was going to go downstairs and have a power bar. Oh, yeah, okay. Then I opened up the box of power bars, and my son left a note. What did it say? It said, I ate your power bars, Dad, and I'm running away from home. Oh, no. He's gone. I haven't seen him since. It was my birthday. That's pretty... Do we need to put out, like, an Amber Alert or something? I tried. I called the Amber Alert hotline. Yeah. They said, who is this? And I said, Jim Mora. (laughs) And they said... Well, you should put out an Amber Alert on your personality because you don't have one. <laughs> what? Yeah. They said that to they you. They said it to me. It was my birthday. Oh, my God. And you're, now you Amber can't... Alert people are mean. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm glad your your son tipped the rest of the power bars because if you're on the run, that's a good snack to have. It that's an man. excellent, uh, excellent snack. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's running or walking because he didn't say. He just left well, I, on my yeah, birthday. Being figurative. Well, I mean, what else happened? So you you were fired. You 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 got divorced. Yeah. I'm sorry, you got served divorce. Don't laugh at my divorce. <laughs> I don't suppose you son ran away. Still had Amber some... Alert doesn't like me. Don't suppose you still had some sort of party. Uh... I was supposed to have a party. Yeah, yeah I probably canceled it when you got when you were looking for your. No, son. I sent out an invite weeks in advance, <laughs> and I got 120 people that said yes. Really? Yeah. And then when I showed up to the party. I got 120 letters delivered at that moment that said JK. <laughs> oh, God. That's my birthday. It's a terrible place. thought I had 120 friends. Did these people coordinate the letters they arriving did. at the same time? Or they was must that have an astonishing coincidence? It was like the end of Back to the Future. <laughs> where yeah. they were like, I didn't know if you'd really exist. What? He gave me a hundred. He means Back to the Future uh, two. Don't correct me on my birthday. <laughs> days after my birthday. Well, I okay. So obviously, Back to the Future two party didn't go great. Yeah. No. Sounds like uh, breakfast in bed didn't go great. But did you get any gifts from anybody? Or, no. Oh yeah, like anything. Well, I got any- one from my mother. See, okay. you can yeah. see that always comes through. You can always count always on her. Always comes through. Yeah. So it, there was a card on the front that said, "Just a little something to show how much you mean to me." Oh, that's yeah. That's... Then I opened up the box, and there was nothing inside. Oh dear. And then another postman came, 
couldn't believe that I was actually there. It was a letter from my mom that says, you mean nothing to me. So she felt the need to clarify the empty <laughs> the box. Gift to make sure I got it. I was wondering my when, you, birthday. when you opened up the empty box, did a flea or two uh, fly out? Just a tumbleweed. <laughs> just, just to show how empty it was. Because tumbleweeds are the sign of vacancy. That's my birthday. Wow. It, uh, Luckily, I was so sad I decided to go to Basket Robbins because they give you free ice cream on your oh, birthday. there you go. See, here's the thing where, you know, we all bag on a lot of national chains, but they do great stuff on the day yeah. of your birthday. They, a lot they, of ice cream do. makes everything better. Then Always I, does. I showed up and they said, hey, you're Jim Mora. <laughs> and I thought that there was a fan on my birthday. And I said, it's my birthday. And they said, hey, happy birthday. That was nice. They're like, we got a special ice cream for you on your birthday. Oh, <laughs> man. Yep. And then he pulled out his pants and took a dump in a cone. <laughs> wow. My birthday. This is just <laughs> an this is just an excessive amount of animosity to write. That there's you. your free ice cream. I mean, here's the thing. That kid's I probably... hope you like your ice cream hot. <laughs> That's something. It's soft serve. Those what they said. Sometimes there's those yeah. shithead teens that work at those places. The guy was not 42. <laughs> Worth noting, if he works at an ice cream joint, it's probably mostly ice cream poo. Could have been. At least he has a job. <laughs> That's a fair point. I don't. My birthday. Yeah, you got fired on your birthday. I decided to go to bed after that. I didn't want to deal with any more of the day. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, under the circumstances. I, I would understand. Say, I would yeah. just want to be the next. I would want the day to be over. Yeah. Yep. So I got into bed, and I would like to flip my pillow over so I get the cool side of the pillow. And then when I flipped it over, it was burning hot, and it's called in my face. <laughs> What? Why? Yep. And then the pillow said, "Take that, you unemployed shit." <laughs> your pillow. Your yeah, pillow. My pillow came to life and called me an unemployed shit. How did it generate heat? Because I don't know. You'd have to act the pillow on my birthday. Do you have the pillow with you? I do. I threw it inside the closet because I was mad at it. I. I, I'm, I'm sorry. This entire thing. It's is a just really bad. You know a what? Bad day. I think chalk it up to it's a bad day. And and you'll go get them tomorrow. Everyone, yeah. we all have bad days. Sometimes they happen on our birthday. Yeah, the next day was way better. Yeah, yeah. At Baskin Robbins, they just peed on me. <laughs> thank you very much for your time today, yeah, Coach thank Mora. You. Thank you, Jim. Best thing that's happened all week. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports. Why do Americans watch football on Thanksgiving? Oh. Yeah, this is a Wide World of Weird Sports uh, a question. A tradition that I, I mean, I don't remember Thanksgiving where we weren't watching the Lions. It's, yeah. it's a an important part of my Thanksgiving. What do you, what do you think the first year was that you were watching the Lions? Oh, uh, 1989. All right, Jordan? I would say about the same. It's it's synonymous with Thanksgiving. It's it was always on. You yeah. guys were such late bloomers. Well, the Lions Thanksgiving Day game <laughs> dates back to nineteen thirty four. The University of Detroit Stadium hosted the first broadcasted Thanksgiving Day football game in nineteen thirty four, pitting the Detroit Lions against the Chicago Bears and sparking 
a new tradition. Boom. I, I was really hoping it was going to be something, one of like the old-timey names, like the Pittsburgh Paint Thinners. Yeah, exactly. Or something the, like really like old-timey and the, like... The West Milwaukee Socks Gloves. Watching football on Thanksgiving <laughs> might seem like a modern tradition, but Americans have been taking uh, to the gridiron on Turkey Day since the 19th century. Oh. Yeah. President Abraham Lincoln first declared Thanksgiving a national holiday on 1863. I'm actually surprised it was that late. Yeah, I had no idea it was that late. Yeah, I would have thought really that it started with. It's, I thought it started at the start. It I was guess that makes sense. Pure though. politics. I know you guys are really upset about this war, but hey, Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's all come together as of you who are still alive. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Day off. Yeah. Uh, and I know the, people are getting slaughtered at an unprecedented rate, but. Right? We all like stuffing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like bread, but not exactly bread. Right. <laughs> and the earliest Thanksgiving Day football games began only a few years later. Really? Yeah. Abraham Lincoln was the quarterback. No, I wasn't. didn't know they were. <laughs> uh, Yale and Princeton play, uh, first played on Thanksgiving in 1876 during a time when football was still evolving from a rugby hybrid into the sport we know today, and the holiday later became the traditional date for the Intercollegiate Football Association Championship game. Oh, game, nice. Game. Yep. The this univer- is back in the days of the Flying Wedge and lots of death. Right? Yeah. Yeah, what it's known for. The universities of Michigan and Chicago also built a famous holiday rivalry, and by the late 1890s, thousands of football games were taking place each Thanksgiving. Thousands? Thou- yeah, I think. Well, I think are they high school level? Backyard? Oh, at the high school level, uh, yeah, I can backyard. See that. <laughs> like there were parents who were just throwing the ball around. Yeah, one of them was the Kennedys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, bah, rah, we're gonna play some football. Just not on skis, Michael Kennedy. No, not I'm gonna skis. die. Oh, yep. too soon. Yeah, too soon. Too late for him. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these traditional matchups still continue to this day. For example, the Massachusetts High School's Boston Latin and the English High School of Boston have faced off on Turkey Day every year since 1887. I'm sorry, Boston Latin? Yeah. That's versus, the name of the school? Uh, Boston Latin and English High School. The, the, win, the winners of, of that game is uh, Ascots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every year. Every year. The, yeah, the, the, especially the people who are the, uh, the, ma- the Ascot vendors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, well. that that's, that's a tough job most Ascots, of the year. Ascots, <laughs> get your Ascots help. Oh, honey, we are going to the Boston Latin School game. We really yeah. should get an Ascot before nah. we go in. It's when, like you get outsold by hot dogs every single time. It's just a meeting. How many ascots does someone need? <laughs> uh, when professional football leagues first caught on around the turn of the century, century, they immediately adopted the Thanksgiving Day tradition. Many saved the holiday for their title games or other big matchups. But when the National Football League was founded in 1920, it began hosting as many as six Thanksgiving contests each year. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot. Today, the NFL holds. I did not know that. I did not know that there were Thanksgiving contests prior to the 1934 uh, televised game that started the all the way back to the days of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Today, <laughs> the NFL holds three Thanksgiving days each November. Uh, three Thanksgiving games, not days. <laughs> I was about to say, Ugh, that, that sounds like a fun month. I just ate know? so much candy. <laughs> oh yeah. Two of which always feature the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. The Lions have been a fixture of Turkey Day since 1934 when owner George A. Richards 
set up a holiday game as a way of drawing attention to his fledgling franchise, which was often overshadowed by the Detroit Tigers. Richards was also a radio (laughs) station owner, and he used his industry contacts to ensure the first game was broadcast on 94 stations nationwide. Oh, my. And the technology of that in 1934 must have been astounding. Yeah. Did they have television in 1934 for the most part? Television was like late 40s was when it first started. So you mean like radio? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he worked in the radio industry, and he used his contacts in the radio industry. So for whatever reason, I just heard television because I'm an idiot. Uh, I think we're all, the candy really fucked with our brains. Yeah, probably did. He used his radio contacts to get to stream on Amazon Prime. Exactly, because it's so cheap when you've already got Amazon Prime for shipping. (laughs) The Lions lost the matchup to the Chicago Bears. Boo! But the Thanksgiving tradition stuck. Dallas General Manager Tex Schramm. That is, wait, Tex Schramm? Tex Schramm. Oh, I, I did not know. That's awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a awesome. One. He followed a similar script in 1966 when he secured an annual holiday game for the Cowboys. The move once again proved a huge success, and the Lions and Cowboys have since become as much of a Thanksgiving tradition as pumpkin pie and stuffing. The Clearly, Lions are the uh, longer, yeah, better tradition the than the Cowboys. Cowboys totally jocked the yeah, Lions. I'm Cowboys pretty are sure late the Cowboys are America's team. Yeah, they also decided that that's what people should call them. I don't buy that even a little bit. Uh, I appreciate good branding, Joel. Nobody outside of Dallas likes the Cowboys. Everybody fucking hates the Cowboys. <laughs> And that brings it into another wide world of a weird I do. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close in the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back a former UCLA uh, Bruin head coach, Jim Mora. Jim, are you there? I am here. I know, I know you've had a rough... Not even my birthday anymore. No, and, and you've had a rough week, but could you give the folks at home our contact information? Yeah. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Last time I tried to write a tweet on Twitter, Twitter says, don't bother, no one's listening. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com. Slash sports number three podcast. You know how many friends I have on Facebook? How many? I don't know. They won't let me log in. <laughs> what? Or you can find all of our back episodes on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. Last time I hit the play button, it said, keep trying, buddy. My birthday. Thank you very much, Jim. Yeah. Hey, guys. Joel. Hey, Joel. Candy was really tasty, huh? My stomach hurts. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.